Have you ever read a scripture where you had to look at it twice because it seemed so unrealistic? Ever kind of looked at the Word and read the Word? It's not that you don't love it. You love the Word of God, but sometimes you read the Word of God and, and that verse or that passage just seems unrealistic. Now, now don't get me wrong. I, I love it when God's Word encourages me and comforts me. How about you? Do you appreciate that as well? Yes. I love it when the Scripture teaches me and when the Scriptures guide me. But sometimes the Bible confuses me. And I bet I'm not the only one. I bet there are some of you today who would say, yes, pastor, if I'm honest, there there are times when I read this book or I read that text, I read that passage, and sometimes the Bible confuses me. You know, earlier this year, I did a series called Jesus Said What? Remember that one? Well, I could do a, a, it'd be pretty easy to do a sequel called You Gotta Be Kidding. I'm not starting that series today, but if I were... The text that I would use for the very first message would probably be the text I'm going to be using today. It's found in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, if you want to open God's Word. That's over in the New Testament, kind of towards the the back of the New Testament. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. Here's what the Word of God says. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 18 says, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Come on, come on. Doesn't that sound unrealistic? You know, if I could take an eraser and take out a couple of words, it would be fine, wouldn't it? You know what the two words are, don't you? All circumstances. We could erase those words, it would read like this. Give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. We can handle that. We can live that. We can understand that. It's those two words that cause us struggles. It's those two words that make us wonder. It's those two words that make us say, did God really mean that? I mean, read it again. Give thanks... In all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. How could you possibly give thanks this week when your car is broken, you have no money to fix it? Or your family is going through a really hard time, or your job is in jeopardy, or your spouse walked out on you, or your husband is out of work. I mean, the list could go on and on in a crowd like this. How could you possibly give thanks for some of the things you have experienced or maybe are going through right now? I mean, this is one of those verses where you look at it and you have to shake your head and you say, is God serious? And the answer is yes. And I want you to think of Thanksgiving differently. Thanksgiving is one tool that God uses to help us deal with life. Now, I understand how Thanksgiving began. In fact, I read a little bit about that again uh, this morning, about the pilgrims and all that. And I understand the the heart of gratitude toward God. I, I get that. I understand that. But I want you to think of Thanksgiving this year perhaps from a different perspective. I want you to look at Thanksgiving as a tool that God gives us to help us deal with life. You see, Thanksgiving is not about my circumstances as much as it is about my faith in God in the midst of my circumstances. Thanksgiving really is about my perspective. 
my perspective of my circumstances. Scott Anderson has a perspective like few people that you and I would ever meet. Uh, Scott lives and ministers from a wheelchair. Uh, He's been challenged with a lifetime of cerebral palsy. His entire life he's had cerebral palsy and he's lived in a wheelchair. But he's a minister. And he wrote an article that, that I read this week, and I'm not going to read the whole article to you, but it, the title is, it grabs your attention. The title of the article is this, Giving Thanks from a Wheelchair. And here's what he said. He said, it's very easy to give thanks when everything is good in life. It's easy to give thanks when our family is in order. It's easy to give thanks when Satan isn't attacking us from every angle. Deep down, though, how many of us can truly give a sincere, heartfelt thanks when we're going through tough times? It's a good question, isn't it? And do you know that the toughest time that Scott went through was not being in a wheelchair? The toughest time that Scott went through was when he was 35 years old. You see, all of his life, Scott had wanted a girlfriend. He wanted a wife. He wanted a, a young lady in his life. And finally, when he was 35, a young woman, he met a young woman who seemed to love him for who he was, who seemed to understand his difficulties, who seemed to love him in spite of his situation. Scott said it was, it was just the most amazing thing. It was the most wonderful woman. He said, I was on the ride of my life. And I'm quoting now. He said, everything was great until one day she walked into my office and surprised me. And here's what she said. She said, Scott, I can't live with your disability for the rest of my life. And she walked out the door and she walked out of my life. And through that difficult ordeal, God showed him how to give thanks from a wheelchair. Here's what he wrote at the very end of the article. I'm going to read the whole article. The very last paragraph. Knowing that as the background, here's what he wrote. Last paragraph. Thank you, God, for your unfailing love. Thank you, God, for loving me enough to let Jesus bleed for me. Thank you, God, for making me just the way that I am. Funny accent and all. Thank you, God, for making me so good-looking. Thank you, God, for shining through me. Thank you, God, for using me for your purposes. Thank you, God, for making me an illustration of your love. See, Thanksgiving is not so much about your circumstances. It's about your perspective in the midst of those circumstances. Thanksgiving is not so much about what you're going through. It's about your perspective in the middle of what you're going through. I believe that, myself included, I believe that we've become shallow in our thanksgiving. We praise God only on the good days and only in the best of circumstances. But when we do that, when we praise God when things are good and circumstances are great, that doesn't take any faith at all. God wants you to love Him despite the disease. God wants you to serve Him faithfully despite the problems that you're facing. God wants your praise in the darkest of nights and the worst of circumstances. Some of you are in horrible circumstances right now. In fact, 2016 for some of you has been an awful year. But the question is, will you be thankful despite your circumstances? 
If so, I believe that you will grow in your relationship with the Lord in a way that you never thought you could. And I, I once heard Rick Warren say that he used to think that life is a series of peaks and valleys, and that's the way we would often, perhaps, view our lives. That life is a series of peaks and valleys, times when things are good and times when things are bad. <clears throat> Rick said, that was my philosophy until my wife Kay got cancer. He said, I learned that life is not a series of peaks and valleys. It's more like two rails on a train track running parallel to each other. Rick Warren said, when something bad is happening in life, at the same time, there's always something good I can thank God for. I think that's a better perspective of life. There's that rail that, that where something bad is happening in, in my life, but you need to also understand there is a second parallel rail or something good is happening in your life that you can thank God for. You see, here's what I understand, and I believe you, if you think about it, perhaps you would agree with this. No matter how bad the bad stuff is right now in your life, there is some good stuff that you could thank God for, isn't there? That's why the psalmist wrote in Psalm 107.1, he said, Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His love endures forever. Now listen to what the psalmist wrote. He said, give thanks to the Lord because He is good. He did not say because life is good. Give thanks to the Lord because He is good. That's that rail that keeps running parallel to whatever you're going through. Give thanks to the Lord for He is good. And he, then he says, and His love endures forever. In other words, God hasn't stopped loving you might feel like it sometimes. You may wonder why everything's crumbling around you, but God hasn't stopped loving you. And, and even if you've made some stupid decisions this year, even if, if you're really in the middle of a mess of your own making, God has not stopped loving you. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His love endures forever. So this week, be sure to take the time to acknowledge God's goodness. Maybe even in the middle of trials and the tragedies and the struggles you're trying to work through. You see, thanksgiving from the heart is when I'm focused more on God and less on me. Thanksgiving is a coping mechanism, really. It's a coping mechanism to help me deal with life. It's a way to remind myself that there is some good stuff that God is doing in my life right now. So maybe... Maybe 1 Thessalonians 5.18 isn't so unrealistic after all. Maybe it is God's way of helping you make it through a difficult season of life. After all, as Scott said from the wheelchair, it's easy to thank God when times are good. But Paul specifically says in this verse, give thanks in all circumstances. Maybe there's more to Thanksgiving than we, than we realize. So what I want to do in the next few minutes, I just want to break down that little verse. I want to break it down into two pieces, and I'll work through it with you. So let's break it down. The first half of the verse says, Give thanks in all circumstances. Now, be careful that you don't misunderstand that command. Paul is not saying that we have to be careful for everything that happens in life. Look at the verse. Look at it carefully. 
He does not say, give thanks for all circumstances. He says, give thanks in all circumstances. He's not saying that you have to be thankful that your house burned down. He's not saying that you have to be thankful that your spouse walked out on you. He's not saying that you have to be thankful that you lost your job. Listen to me, folks. It would be irrational for us to thank God for some of the things that, that, is hap- that have happened in our lives. No, he says, give thanks in all circumstances. So if you go home and your house is burned to the ground, you can thank God in that circumstance that your family is safe. If your spouse walks out on you, you can thank God that he never will. If you lose your job, you can thank God that he has promised to provide for your needs. That's what it means to thank God in all circumstances. John Claypool is a man perhaps you have not heard of, but John Claypool lost his 10-year-old daughter to leukemia. And he said gratitude was the only way he survived. He wrote a book about it called Tracks of a Fellow Struggler. He, he said that he tried three different paths as he tried to deal with the loss of his 10-year-old girl to leukemia. He said, the first path that I tried was to say, well, it was just God's will. I have to accept it. He said, that path didn't help me at all. It was no good because it was hard for me to believe that there is a God who willed 10-year-old girls to die of leukemia. He said, the second path that I tried was to try to find an intellectual answer as to why it happened. He said, but that path didn't help me at all either because there is no intellectual answer to why little girls die of leukemia. He said, the third path that I tried was the path of gratitude. He realized that life is a gift and none of us are entitled to it. He chose to be thankful for the ten good years he had with his little girl rather than be consumed with resentment for the years that he lost with his little girl. He said, this path of gratitude was not easy, but it's the only thing that allowed me to survive. Maybe you need to try the path of gratitude as you struggle with the trials in your life. Because if you don't try the path of gratitude, more than likely, you're going to become angry, you're going to become bitter, you're going to become cold. Maybe it's the path of gratitude that will save you this year. That will save you from heartache. That will save you from bad decisions. That will save you from doing something you'll later regret for the rest of your life. Maybe it's the path of gratitude that will turn your heart back to God. So let's read this, this first half of the verse again. Give thanks in all circumstances. Then the second half of the verse tells us why. The second half of the verse says, For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Now what does that mean? It means it is God's will that you develop a heart of gratitude in every circumstance. And here's why it's important for you to do that. I'm going to give you four reasons. I want you to write these down and... And uh, take notes on the rest of this. And if, if you've checked out, I want you to check back in for the next few minutes, okay? So here's four reasons why it's going to help you to have a heart of gratitude in all circumstances. 
We'll go through these quickly. Number one, giving thanks reminds you of God's presence in your life. If you give thanks in all circumstances, it will remind you of God's presence in your life. You see, when we thank Him, we are reminded that we are not alone. When we thank Him, we're reminded that He is there to share the burden with us. When we thank Him, we recognize that He is Lord, and He is God, and He is there. And for some of you right now, you need to be reminded of that. You need to tell yourself daily that. He is Lord, He is God, and He is there. So when we thank God, it reminds us of God's presence in our lives. Number two, when we thank God, it strengthens your trust in God. Thanksgiving helps you to recognize that God is for you, not against you. In the midst of your pain and your problems, thanking God gives you a reason to keep trusting Him. It's a key statement I just made. Thanking God in the midst of all your circumstances gives you a reason to keep trusting Him. Thanking God helps you to keep talking to Him. Number three. Thanking, giving thanks shifts your attention from what, you, from what you don't have to what you do have. That's what happened in John Claypool's life. He, he was focused on what he didn't have. He was focused on losing his little girl. He was focused on the, the years that he lost with her. But he finally decided the only way to deal with this is to turn to gratitude and thank God for what I did have. For the ten years I did have with her. So giving thanks shifts your attention from what you don't have to what you do have. You see, the best way to defeat discouragement is to thank God for the blessings we sometimes overlook. It's easier to dwell on our problems, right? It's natural to dwell on our problems. But let me tell you something, it's a lot healthier to dwell on God's goodness. Number four, giving thanks refreshes your soul. Giving thanks refreshes your soul. You see, right now, what you may want is you just want out of your problem. You just think you can't keep going. You think you can't keep trying. You think you can't keep trusting. And, and you can try to just to complain to God and just argue with God and maybe grow bitter and resentful towards God or maybe towards others. But all of those responses are dead ends. That approach is not helping you. That approach is hurting you. Maybe it's time to try it God's way. Maybe it's time to look for ways, deliberately look for ways to give thanks in the middle of what you're going through. Let me give you a fifth one. I, I had four. I'm going to give you a fifth one, a bonus one. Giving thanks closes the door on the enemy. You see, Satan would like nothing more than to use this time you're going through to cause you to doubt God, to cause you to walk away from the church, to cause you to, to, to quit reading your Bible, to cause you to stop praying, to, to divide your family, to destroy your family, to destroy your life. The list could go on and on and on. He wants to use this time, this heartache, this difficulty to, to, to bring destruction to you or to your life, your home, your family. Giving thanks closes the door. On the enemy. Giving thanks allows you to turn your head towards God and recognize the Lord is good and His love endures forever. 
Satan wants you to forget that, doesn't he? He wants you to forget that, the, that God is good. He wants you to forget that His love endures forever. He wants you to dwell upon your pain and your difficulties and your situation, but giving thanks will allow you to close the door on the enemy. But now let me give you a warning. If you try to live out this verse... If you indeed say, I'm going to give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for, for me in Christ Jesus. If you try to live, leave out, or live out this verse, let me give you a warning. Your circumstances may not change, but you will. You will. Your circumstances may be the same. Your circumstances may not change, but you will challenge you this week just to try it beyond this week but this is a good week to at least try it right this is a good week on thanksgiving day to get up that morning just begin to thank god in all circumstances find something about him you can thank him for find something about him you can thank him for Say it one more time. Find something about Him and thank Him for. And then, give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will in Christ Jesus concerning you. Let's pray together. Every head bowed, every eye closed, please. Let me, let me just talk to you for a moment, just as your pastor. It's awful easy just to dwell on our problems. That's natural. It's, it's very easy to get consumed by our difficulties. That's natural. But the best way to defeat the worry the best way to defeat the discouragement is to thank God for the things we sometimes overlook in the midst of that pain. To thank God for the things we sometimes overlook when we have questions. To thank God for the things we sometimes overlook when we have heartache. And maybe today as we sing this song, this would be a wonderful time for you to put this verse into practice. Just to come to this altar, not for show, not to please your pastor, but just to come to this altar just to say thank you to God. In the midst of your trials, in the midst of your uncertainty, in the midst of your pain, in the midst of your heartache, in the midst of your questions, just to bow your knee before a holy God and express your thanksgiving to Him. For his goodness and that his love endures forever. So I want to invite you to come to this altar. They did in the first service. I hope you will in this service. But also, the one thing that I want you to know the greatest thing that you have to be thankful for, hopefully, is your salvation. That Jesus loved you when you didn't love him. That Jesus died for you when, you're, when you had no interest in Him. That 
Jesus took your sin when He was perfect. He was your sacrifice on the cross. And if you don't know Him as your personal Savior, you don't really have anything to be thankful for yet. But you can. And I'd love to introduce Him to you today as we sing. So as we stand, and you, you can come on down the front and let me introduce you to Jesus Christ. Christians, you lead the way as you come to thank God in all circumstances. Father, in the name of Jesus, the name that is above every name, we acknowledge who you are. We acknowledge that you are good. Your love endures forever. In Christ's name I pray.